evening, everyone. It's 7 o'clock, so I will call to order the Blue Ash City Council meeting of February 8, 2024. Would you please all stand with me as we say together the Pledge of Allegiance? Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Jamie, could you please call the roll? Councilman Jeff Capel. Here. Councilman Lee Zerwanka. Here. Councilman Brian Gath. Here. Councilman Pramod Javeri. Here. Councilman Mark Serkin. Here. Vice Mayor Katie Schneider. Here. Mayor Jill Cole. Here. Seven present. Thank you, Jamie. Could I please have a motion for acceptance of the agenda? So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Could I have a motion for approval of the minutes of the strategic planning work session of January 11, um, January 11 and 12, 2024? So move. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? I abstain. Thank you, Jeff. Could I have a motion for approval of the minutes from regular meeting of January 25th, 2024? So move. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. Um, Jamie, do we have any communications to council? There are none tonight, Your Honor. Thank you. How about any reports from outside agencies? I'd like to um, put um, the mayor's report will be entered into the official report. Is there a motion to accept the financial report? So moved. Second. Any questions? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. Now it's time for our hearings from citizens. If you wish to uh, speak to council, approach the microphone and state your name and address. If you have any materials to pass out, please give them directly to the Clerk of Council, Jamie. And please keep your comments as brief as possible, three minutes maximum. And Jamie has a timer, so when you hear that buzz, it's time to wrap it up. This is so that we can allow others a chance to be heard. If your comments are similar to a previous speaker, it's much more effective just to state that you agree without repeating the comments. These hearings are for us to listen to you and your neighbors. It's unlikely that we'll make any remarks immediately after you speak. We need a chance to reflect on your comments and possibly research the issue further. Sometimes during miscellaneous business towards the end of a meeting, we do revisit an issue that was brought forward. Most of all though, let's treat each other calmly, kindly, and with respect. Is there anyone that would like to? to the council. <laughs> Hi folks. Um, what's that? That's a first. Um, <laughs> well, good. Uh, I met with Brian Cruz the other day over at the rec center. Uh, and we're looking okay, to do First of all, could you state your name oh, and address? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My name is Garrett Cambry, uh, and I will live at 9289 Fidelis Drive in Kenview Hills. Um, and do I need anything else? No. Good. All right. Uh, I met with Brian Cruz the other day over at the, um, the cafe that has sadly passed away uh, mm -hmm. at the rec center. Um, 
And we were chit-chatting, and I thought I'd bring over a sample. I've got nine more boxes at home that I finished up. This is the very first one. Um, I just have to box them. Um, what I have is chicken fried rice. I have a Greek beet salad, uh, and then just orange slices. Um, so I'm not really sure. I'm looking for feedback. I'm looking for um, community opinion. Uh, I want somebody, I would love if one of you guys tried it. Um, or even Brian. Brian, how, how was the box that I brought you? Good stuff? Okay, cool. Um, I'm just looking for feedback. We're, we're, I'm looking at writing a proposal for Brian to do a feasibility study. Um, so I need some numbers, I need some feedback, I need to see, you know, what you guys think. So I just want to put it out there and um, I'm sure he'll be my connect man. So thank you very much. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Garrett. Good to we, see you. We do work for food, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any questions at the time being? Or am I good? Are, you... I, are there any questions from the council for the time being? No, we, we wouldn't. Are, are you doing this separate from your job that you and I both, and I don't want to say it unless it's okay. Um, no, you can say it. Uh, I actually put in my two weeks there. Really? Yeah. So I'm a regular now instead of okay. working there. So next time that you want to go and have a party of more than just you and your wife, I'm more than happy to eat. I'd love to eat with you and Wendy. We could share a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to miss you there, but we'll have to figure out something else. Have Bree text me. I'll slide by every time you come through. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> No further questions? Nope. Thanks so much. Very well. Thank you. Hi, Denise. Good evening. Denise Scratchin, 4911 Cooper, Blue Ash Branch Library. I wanted to invite adults to the branch to um, participate in our winter checkout challenge. Um, if you come in and say you want to participate, you get a tote bag. Ooh. And if you complete five activities, the activities are to help people learn more about our resources and services that we provide. And they come back, they get a mug. So Ooh. this is going on through February 26th while supplies last. I hope to see you all at the library. And now I want some chicken fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Denise. We really appreciate you coming. Um, I'm Siddharth Vikram. I live at 11085 Sycamore Grove Lane. So uh, last year I spoke about the African Library Project and for those that don't know, the African Library Project, we work to um, donate books to build libraries in Africa and help change lives book by book. And so um, last year we had a really successful book drive. We were able to donate over a thousand books to the Maula Primary School in Malawi. Um, and that wouldn't have been possible without all of your help, especially Councilman Brian Gath, um, Councilman Sarkin, um, Chief Noel, and really the whole city of Blue Ash. Um, so recently, we have founded a club uh, at Sycamore High School, um, and we have over 40 members. I've brought some of my core leaders here, um, and they'll introduce themselves now. Hello, my name is Jason Hershenson, 8341 Jeanette Lane. I am the treasurer and head of fundraising for the ALP, 
And today I just wanted to briefly talk about the importance of us gathering funds, not simply books. It's a lot of money to keep the club going with book drives and shipping costs to Africa. So we are hoping for people to give private donations. There is a link to how you can donate on the flyer. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Rachel Starchell, 11706 Laurel View Drive. And the flyers that you all just received is something that I designed to help get our word out about our mission and to make sure that people are aware that we are having this book drive. Um, so I would love to get some feedback from you all on that if you do um, end up wanting to put that on your platforms to help us out, and I would love that. So yeah, thank you. Okay, thanks. Hello, my name is Ray Sun, 9491 Benchmark Lane. So while we were trying to build a community over in Malawi, we also want to impact our community here in our very own Blue Ash. So we have had conversations with Denise and the Blue Ash Library, and we were trying to reach out to businesses, network with you guys, and help get more connections so that we can reach our community in a greater scale. And also, if any books, there's also a form on the flyer that can direct you to where you can donate books, and we'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So as you can see, we have a really big goal um, and a really big mission, so every little bit counts, so thank you. Thank you, good work. Is there anyone else? Okay, we will close the hearings from citizens. Next, we'll move on to the com committee reports. And first off is Lee Zerwanka, who is chairman of the Finance and Administration Committee. Thank you, Mayor. Jamie, please uh, read ordinance number 2024-01 by title only. This will be the second reading for this. Amending Chapter 715, entitled Medical Marijuana of the Codified Ordinances of Blue Ash, Ohio. Move to suspend the rules of council requiring a second reading. We this was the second, second reading. reading. Oh, yep, uh, I'll so, skip uh, that. Uh, Jamie, go move ahead. Move to Jamie. adopt. Yes. Uh, move to adopt the ordinance number 2024-01. Second. Thank you. Do you want to say anything more about it, Lee? Any discussion from anybody? No, just to, for the audience, um, this doesn't prohibit residents from growing small amounts for their personal use. But what it will do is uh, eliminate the idea of cultivation, distribution, or sale of marijuana in the city of Blue Ash. Just as currently uh, dispensaries for the medical use of marijuana is not prohibited or is not allowed. And that was, when was that passed? 2016, 2016, 17. So. so this is just updating that language. <clears throat> At the time, we, we really reached out to the community, and although I would say 95% of the people supported people's right to use marijuana, almost universal people did not want dispensaries in the city of Blue Ash. So um, I don't think there's been an issue which was had more unanimous support for it than this one in my time on council. Anyone else? Jamie, please call a roll. Councilman Capel? Yes. Councilman Sirwanka? Yes. Councilman Gath? Yes. Councilman Javeri? Yes. Councilman Sirkin? Yes. Ma Vice Mayor Schneider? Yes. Mayor Cole? Yes. Seven yeses. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, please read resolution number 2024-08 by title only. Providing for amendments within the 2024 annual appropriation resolution number 2023-81. 
Move to adopt resolution number 2024-08. Second. Second. Discussion. Being none, Jamie, please call the roll. Vice Mayor Schneider. Yes. Councilman Serkin. Yes. Councilman Gath. Yes. Councilman Zerwanka. Yes. Councilman Capel. Yes. Councilman Javeri. Yes. Mayor Cole. Yes. Seven yeses. Jamie, please read resolution number 2024-09 by title only. A resolution authorizing the sale and issuance of general obligation bond anticipation notes for the purpose of financing the acquisition, construction, and equipping, and equipping of improvements known as the Maintenance Facilities Project in a principal amount not to exceed $10 million. Move to adopt resolution number 2024-09. Second. Any discussion? I think this just makes a lot of sense. Um, as we are completing these projects, uh, we can put put off any decision about uh, how much we want to finance long term, or whether we want to uh, spend some of our cash reserves to 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 accomplish these projects. Um, and by giving us that time, it also allows us the room to uh, have have those funds at our disposal should we mm -hmm. need them for something else. So Right, and hopefully, and, and when we place this, or decide, as you said, what we pay cash, when we finance the interest rate environment might be a, might be a little more favorable, hopefully. In, in a year or, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Anyone else? Seeing none, Jamie, please call the roll. Councilman Gath. Yes. Councilman Capel. Yes. Vice Mayor Schneider. Yes. Councilman Zerwanka. Yes. Councilman Serkin. Yes. Councilman Javeri. Yes. Mayor Cole. Yes. Seven yeses. Jamie, please read resolution number 2024-10 by title only. A resolution authorizing the sale and issuance of general obligation bond anticipation notes for the purpose of renewing a prior series of bond anticipation notes, the proceeds of which were used to finance the acquisition, construction, and equip equipping of improvements known as the Town Square Renovation Project in a principal amount not to exceed $10 million. Move to adopt resolution number 2024-10. Second. Discussion? Just maybe pointing out that this is reissuing bonds that we um, issued a year ago. And again, just to continue to take advantage of hopefully waiting out the interest rate environment and determining what we want to spend cash and what we want to finance. So, Correct. Anyone else? Seeing none, Jamie, please call the roll. Councilman Javeri. Yes. Councilman Zerwanka? Yes. Councilman Serkin? Yes. Councilman Capel? Yes. Vice Mayor Schneider? Yes. Councilman Gath? Yes. Mayor Cole? Yes. Seven yeses. Jamie, please read resolution number 2024-11 by title only. Resolution authorizing the consolidation of two separately authorized bond anticipation notes into a single consolidated issue of bond anticipation notes known as the Various Purpose Limited Tax General Obligation Bond Anticipation Notes Series 2024, aggregating to a principal amount not to exceed $20 million in principle. Said that all in one breath, too. <laughs> Move to adopt resolution number 2024-11. Second. Any discussion? I guess just to explain that I believe it was Bond Council that suggested we consolidate these two because we'll generate some cost savings. 
Correct. So this takes the two that we just approved we and just combines them into one. Right. So it's not an addition, any additional right. money. It's, it's just uh, we don't have to go through the pro all the uh, tax work and mm -hmm. accounting work to right. issue two. We talked about this in uh, Citizens Bluish Academy that sometimes it looks like legislation's already been approved, and this one was dependent on the last two being approved. Correct. Or this one wouldn't have even been considered. And you could have moved to make it $21 million if you wanted to, and that we could have true. changed it all. Anyone else? Danny, <laughs> please cut the roll. Councilman Capel? Yes. Councilman Gap? Yes. Councilman Sirkin? Yes. Councilman Zerwanka? Yes. Councilman Javeri? Yes. Vice Mayor Schneider? Yes. Mayor Cole? Yes. Seven yeses. That's all I have, Mayor. Thank you, Lee. Uh, now we'll move on to Katie Schneider, the chairperson of our Parks and Recreation Committee. Thank you, Mayor. Jamie, could you please read resolution number 2024-12 by title only? Amending resolution number 2023-66, authorizing the city manager to enter into a contract for design build services for the Summit Park Maintenance Facility Project. Move to adopt resolution number 2024-12. Second. So this, this resolution back in October, we passed a resolution approving um, Shook construction for the um, park maintenance facility project with the intention of coming back with a guaranteed maximum price. So that's what this is doing, is setting that guaranteed maximum price and it has been set at $6.2 million. Any discussion? Seeing none, Jamie, could you please call the roll? Councilman Zerwanka? Yes. Vice Mayor Schneider? Yes. Councilman Capel? Yes. Councilman Gath? Yes. Councilman Javeri? Yes. Councilman Sirkin? Yes. Mayor Cole? Yes. Seven yeses. Jamie, could you please read resolution number 2024-13 by title only? Authorizing the city manager to enter into a contract for the 2024 City of Blue Ash mowing services for the unit prices as shown on the attached bid summary. Move to adopt resolution number 2024-13. So moved. Or second. Sorry. Second. <laughs> so like the title says, this one is for contracting for mowing services. I believe this is the third year that we're doing this. Um, we've had a shortage of, of um, our own folks hiring and being able to um, complete all of the mowing needs that we have in the city. So this is contracting them outside. Any discussion? Seeing none, uh, Jamie, could you please call the roll? Councilman Capel? Yes. Councilman Zerwanka? Yes. Councilman Gath? Yes. Councilman Javeri? Yes. Councilman Sirkin? Yes. Vice Mayor Schneider? Yes. Mayor Cole? Yes. Seven yeses. Thank you, Mayor. That's all I have. Thank you. Now we're going to move on to miscellaneous business. David, would you like to kick us off? Sure. Thank you. Um, a, a little bit of levity to the meeting. Um, first thing I'll say, kids these days, right? I mean, that's a, people make complaints about it, but yet you see these wonderful six, six uh, young, young individuals come up with a, a sense of purpose and what have you. And so when any, any, anyone wants to complain about kids these days, I think mm -hmm. you say, hey, no, we got some good examples here in the Sycamore school system. So that's pretty heartwarming. And maybe, maybe they ought to take advantage of some of the audience here and shake them down on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Waltz, I was about to say words are cheap. Um, there's, a, there's a QR code here that you can use. There you go. There you go. Or they'll take cash, I bet. 
Um, so uh, the next, just just heads up, the next meeting, and this ties in well. Is is, is Jill, as you said, the uh, or no, Mark mentioned, noticed the um, Citizen Academy um, residents are here for the first time. Um, welcome. And there were some questions that they asked about um, office development and this and that. And and so it's a nice segue into this. Uh, a reminder that the next meeting um, will be um, a follow-up to the a meeting we had last fall on the economic development assessment and strategy and revisiting where we're going and what have you. So we will bring back that consultant that helped us with that. Um, put together some of those um, uh, ideas that you had on those, I think it was six target areas and some different plans and just start working towards that progress as to what um, and, and when and how we may continue to evolve in our economic development strategy. So not, nothing for discussion tonight other than to give you a heads up, plan on it being a, um, uh, a work study session in the um, front um, uh, workshop, of course, the public's invited, um, but I wanted to give you all that heads up. So that's all I had, Your Honor. And that'll be just on the date of our, sec uh, the, our second meeting of the month, right? Yes, that'll yes. be the February 22nd, sounds right. right, yeah. Thank you. Kelly? Sherry? Scott? Nothing tonight. The Jamie? Nothing tonight, thank you. Rachel? Julie? Brian Cruz? I just want to second what David mentioned about our students here tonight. When he came, this individual came last year, it was impressive. And just to see the team growing is just awesome to see young adults acting like adults. Our solicitor, Brian Pacheco, do you have anything tonight? Thank you, Mary Jeff? Yeah, um, just, yeah, first off, I'll just I'll follow up the comments on uh, thank you to the students for the, the work you're doing to, to bring books to Malawi. Um, and also, uh, it was nice. It, yeah, I'll just bring it closer. Thanks. Um, and then uh, also thank you to the members from the, the, the Citizens Academy for attending the inaugural session tonight. Tonight we went over the role of council and the administration. One of the things that I sometimes do, I did it last meeting, I'll do it here too, is I'll, I'll kind of look around at what's going on in local government issues elsewhere and then kind of give my take on it here. Sometimes it's a majority opinion, sometimes it's a minority opinion that I think needs to be heard. I guess we'll find out which one this one is. Um, so the topic I'll talk about tonight is uh, for nearly 25 years, we've had a sister city relationship with Ilmenau, Germany. Um, and one of the reasons we're sometimes told that we need to fund it, I don't vote to fund it, but most people do, is that uh, it's, it's important to see what other folks are doing. So in that spirit, I've taken a look around at what some other places are doing with their program. And the first one I'll go over is last year, the city of Newark, New Jersey, signed a cultural trade agreement and sister city partnership with Kailasa a small Hindu island nation off the coast of Ecuador. At the signing ceremony was their Kailasa ambassador, other Kailasa reps, as well as the Newark mayor and council members. One of those council members has been on the Newark council since 1994 and has been a member of Sister City International since 1994, so I bet he's real smart. The, the mayor stated, I pray that our relationship helps us to understand cultural, social, and political development and improves the lives of everybody in both places. Just one problem. 
Kailasa is a fake country. It doesn't exist. It's the creation of an alleged con man who has been an international fugitive since 2019. Newark, the city stated, although this was a regrettable incident, the city of Newark remains committed to partnering with people from diverse cultures in order to enrich each other with connectivity, support, and mutual respect. And I'm sure they remain committed to experiencing diverse cultures to include cultures that don't exist. Their councilman sister city guru stated it was an oversight and called for better vetting in the future. How about any vetting? There are lots of people who hadn't been born yet in 1994 who have since learned how to be doctors, lawyers, engineers, business leaders, but a three-decade sister city guru never learned the difference between a real country and a fake country. This generated a lot of national media coverage, including comedians from both sides of the spectrum. Comedian Cal Penn, who is from New Jersey, did a segment on it stating, there must have been so many red flags, the biggest one being that anyone wanted to be sister cities with Newark. <laughs> Jesse Waters, uh, who covered this well, also uh, his comment was, no one in government is curious. We are being governed by imbeciles, idiots who won't ask a question. Asking questions is a no-no. Sometimes I feel that latter one. And then there's Loudoun County, Virginia. Normally it's their school board that embarrasses them, but their county board of supervisors must have felt left out. An investigative report there revealed that a small number of their elected officials took a 60,000 luxury sister city vacation to Ghana and a $33,000 sister city vacation to Uruguay, among other places. This included plane tickets at $7,300 a piece, which included their own six by six sleeping quarters, luxury bedding, and memory foam, foam pillows. Staying, they stayed in a five-star res resort and had expensive dinner vacations. Even the van they rented to take them to their few scheduled meetings cost $3,200. A $3,200 van seems out of range to me, which leads me to wonder how much champagne and how many Chippendales came with it. Further investigation by the journalist who broke the story found not one single example of economic development generated by these luxury vacations. Sister city vacations have basically devolved now into primarily two reasons, virtue signaling and free vacations or both. They have failed to evolve with the times and have ceased to become relevant in the modern world. When sister cities were started in the 1950s, we didn't have internet or Zoom or FaceTime. If the average person wanted to learn about a foreign country, it meant going to the library to look through the encyclopedia, maybe find a hard copy of the CIA World Factbook. But now you can learn in 20 minutes what used to take days. And while, sister, while Blue Ash's Sister City program does not involve fake countries or $7,000 plane tickets, it does have one defining feature in common with them. All three of these programs provide absolutely no benefit to the residents that we're supposed to be serving. When you do ask people what are the actual benefits of this program, all you get are word salads instead of specific answers. They'll claim it's an economic development tool, but this program hasn't landed a single company in 24 years of existence. Then it's about learning new ideas. If there has been even one new technique that we learned over there and incorporated here, and I'm not aware that it has been, it definitely hasn't been in the six plus years that I've been around. 
then we're told, well, it's a cultural exchange program. The last two times we were visited by the German delegation, there wasn't a single event that Blue Ash residents were given an opportunity to meet the Germans. Two visits ago, no such events were planned at all. Last year, there was one public event that the delegation was going to attend where residents were also invited to attend this already public event. But then it rained that afternoon and the delegation didn't attend. If this actually was a cultural exchange program, we would be inviting and encouraging residents to come out and have lots of cultural exchanges with the visitors. But that's not what this program is about. The only role residents have in it is to pay for it. Later this year, Blue Ash will likely be sending another 15 to 18 person delegation overseas. I've never taken one of these trips and don't plan to because I don't expect taxpayers to pay for my vacations. Now, the question I'd ask those going is, what exactly is Blue Ash supposed to learn on its 11th trip to Ilmenau, Germany, that it hadn't learned the first 10 times? Like other sister city programs, Blue Ash's program is stuck in a prior era mentality that fails to acknowledge modern ways of learning. Now, I'm skeptical, period, that sister city programs can, can be revamped to become relevant again. But if it is the case, there'd have to be uh, serious changes that bring it into the 21st century. Maybe you just send a smaller number of people who are tackling a specific issue over there, or again, with ways to, you can learn so much more quickly now. Maybe you just have an active relationship for a few years and then do a new city after that so that you're, you're constantly uh, learning more and making more networks. Um, so th that's where I am with this. Uh, sometime this year or um, next year, I'll bring forth some legislation that incorporates the various things that I raised here. That's all I have. Mark? Um, really want to welcome citizens of Blue Ash Academy <laughs> members. I can promise you police and fire, public works, recs, and uh, the community development will be a lot more exciting than we are. <laughs> You'll have a lot more fun and drive trucks and make concrete. You'll, you'll have a blast. So, But thank you for coming. It's, it, your comments were awesome tonight, listening to how you feel about Blue Ash and how you're willing to take this time, these six sessions, to learn more about your city and meet all of us. Um, since I missed last meeting because I had COVID, I just wanted to thank David, Kelly, and all the city staff for the strategic planning session. Um, I've been to four of these now, the two-day event. Um, Absolutely wonderful to look at your guys' viewpoint of the long term, and sometimes we have a shorter term because our neighbors are in our ear, and we're a four-year commitment where you guys are a career commitment. And um, I, learning also about what your constituents' perspectives are in the different neighborhoods around Blue Ash, you know, really opens up. I'm Ward 5. Well, Ward 2 has a different way of looking at things. Ward 4 has a different way of looking at things. Ward 1 has a different way. Where they live affects what kind of housing they've chosen and where they've chosen to live in the city. So I really appreciated that. Um, that's all I have, Mayor. Thank you, Mark. Brian? Thank you, Mayor. Um, I, I'm grateful for the Citizens of Blue Ash Academy uh, folks that are here. I'm a little jealous of you. I got to uh, do uh, the Citizens of Blue Ash Academy in our COVID year or our COVID shortened year. And so while I was promised the opportunity to drive a snowplow, uh, we did that on Zoom somehow, um, <laughs> so I I, um, I feel left out a little bit. But um, 
that we live in a community where people are interested to know how their community works and, and for the reason for making it better. Um, I, I think that just speaks uh, volumes uh, about our community. Um, and that flows right in. I, I was this morning uh, at the Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana Council of Regional Governments meeting, um, and uh, it's my second meeting there, and I'm starting to get to know people. This is the organization that is the um, distributes all the federal funds for especially transportation to the area. It's made up of every county uh, in our metropolitan district, representatives of cities, representatives of townships. And uh, repeatedly I heard, oh yeah, Blue Ash, we know them, I know so-and-so on your staff, or we've worked with them in the past, or uh, we look to them um, for, for good ideas. And so I, it's good to know that, um, that Blue Ash has that reputation in the, in the region. I, I'm excited for OKI, I think there's some opportunities. I, I know we take advantage of a lot of the opportunities that they already have. Um, but I am looking forward to being an active participant uh, on the council and, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, making sure that we are able to take advantage of, of anything, that, uh, anything that they put forward. That's all I have. Thank you, Brian. Lee? I want to welcome our Citizen Academy folks. Um, a lot of great questions tonight. Uh, we listened to them. And frankly, you're always welcome to contact any of us administration, council, uh, if you, you know, our numbers are out there, feel free to call us for more questions. Um, the goal here is we're going to create you to be ambassadors for the city and you become the answer point also for us. And uh, it, it creates better communications between our communities and our homeowners associations and such. So uh, welcome. And yes, you're going to learn a lot from digging holes, putting out fires, police issues, all answer, they'll answer all your questions and, and get you uh, involved. Um, I also want to commend the uh, Sycamore students. Great cause. I, I remember you were here last year and started that. Uh, keep up the great work. Uh, I even got my wife and I, we unloaded a, a few cases of books and hopefully they found good homes. So. That's all I have, Mayor. Thank you, Lee. PJ. Yes, I have to say the same things. Uh, it's a great work by, by the Sycamore students. They came last year, and uh, we try to help as much as possible. And still, we will do the same thing the coming year. And then um, another thing is this. This is the time, the Citizen Academy, we have the largest participants that ever since since we started. So we are very, very um, glad, happy. <coughs> then um, it, it's also becomes an ambassador, as Lee says, that you become an ambassador for us. So if somebody has a problem, maybe you can answer them in, instead of they coming to us. <laughs> so it's welcome, and uh, I hope you learn, and you are always open to ask any questions, and now uh, we will try to do the best. That's all I have. Thank you, PJ. Katie. We'll also say welcome. Um, I do want to give an update, um, just some quick highlights. So on Tuesday, I attended the um, Hamilton County Commissioner State of the County um, 
presentation and just wanted to share some of Alicia Reese's, the president of the board, her comments. Um, so her overall theme was one Hamilton County. So the theme was all about we are one bringing us together. Um, and so some of the highlights that she shared, one of the, the big initiatives that, that they've implemented since COVID um, is the 513 relief bus that I thought was really impactful. They talked about all these different <coughs> government organizations able to come together throughout dozens of communities already and they're continuing to move around the city um, so people can access all these different government agencies and resources. They talked about this milestone um, of hiring an environmental sustainability manager for the county, which is a big deal, very exciting. They have given $100 million um, to help with rental and utility assistance for residents. Um, she also called on Governor DeWine to address the spike in property taxes that we've seen, um, uh, as well as calling for incentives uh, back to the residents from this, the stadium initiative was another highlight that, that she called on. Um, and then the last thing was addressing youth violence uh, in the city. And then a positive was the impact that they've had on youth unemployment and how many lives of young folks that they've impacted with, with giving opportunity to learn and, and helping assist in finding job opportunities. So just wanted to share some, some quick highlights from that. Thank you so much, Katie. And that comes to me. And the bad thing is everybody said everything already. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> I would like to just, again, reiterate what everyone has commented. It's wonderful to have the Citizens Academy tonight. It was a great session. You guys had wonderful questions. And I'm curious, how many people have been to a council meeting before? That's very That's good. Pretty good. Well, thanks for being here. You know, we think our work is really important, and <laughs> we're always glad to, to have you guys here, of course. And the students that presented tonight, you guys hit it out of the park. Great job again. We love this program, and I know you get a lot of support from all of us. And, you know, I think it's wonderful that even at your age, you have already been to as many city council meetings as, as the adults in the room. So I am a government <laughs> geek, so I'm sorry. I think they're really cool and really interesting. So. Um, and I just wanted to briefly comment about the Sister City program. This is a program that was started by um, President Eisenhower in the 1950s, and it, he also started a program called People of People. And I think that that's really what we're talking about here. And it's, I don't know that it's so much about, it is learning about other countries, but it's learning about other people. And I think it's learning about the fact that we all really come from the same position and breaking down the barriers. And you can only do it a person at a time. But if you don't start, I'm not sure how you can expect any changes to happen. I want to assure you that there does exist a city of Ilmenau. And this program, it's a very beautiful city. It's actually um, very similar to Blue Ash. And that's why it's helpful, I think, for us to uh, meet and exchange ideas with them. Um, we have been, as um, Mr. Capel said, we've been, we just recently celebrated the 20th anniversary of this program. It, we did take a hiatus for several years, partly because of COVID. Um, and just interesting that in all the years, in the 20 years that this has been, plus that it's been going on, to my knowledge, um, all council members um, except um, Mr. Cabell have agreed that this was a good program. So, you know, it's just a degree to disagree on this, but I do think that it's a worthwhile and I think the city benefits from it. And I'm glad that we're going to plan a trip for this year. So at this point, I would like to um, ask for a motion to go into executive session regarding potential pending litigation 
conferences with an attorney for the public body concerning disputes involving the public body that are the subject of pending or imminent court action. So moved. Is there a second? Second. Second. Jamie, would you please call the roll? Councilman Capel? Yes. Councilman Zerwanka? Yes. Councilman Gath? Yes. Councilman Javeri? Yes. Councilman Serkin? Yes. Vice Mayor Sorry. Schneider? Yes. Mayor Cole? Yes. Seven yeses. We will adjourn for now. Thank you again all for being here, and we look forward to seeing you next week.